This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. A free-for-all Friday. You're asking to hear something I don't want to say. But if I do say it, I think you ought to hear it. You got anything on your chest besides your chin, you better get it off. All right, then you asked for it. Yes, we did. So lay it on us. Free-for-all Friday means you set the tone. Sitting in for Libby Snymer, here is Jane Brown. 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. Here we go. Another free-for-all Friday. Your show, your topics. But if you need a little fuel to get the conversation going, here's what we discussed on Fight Back this past week. We had a great conversation about the anti-Islamophobia motion, which ultimately passed yesterday in the House of Commons. Are you in favor of taking a symbolic stance against anti-Islamophobic sentiment? The non-binding motion that's now going for study also condemns all forms of systemic racism and religious discrimination. Are you concerned, as National Post columnist Barbara Kay is, that this will lead to limiting of our free speech? Or is it the right thing to do as Canadians against an increase in hate crimes against Muslims? We also talked about the electronics ban on some direct flights to the U.K. and the U.S. from the Middle East. Is this going too far or is it necessary in light of what we may not know is going on behind the scenes among anti-terrorism experts? We were joined by Ontario Liberal MPP Han Dong, who introduced a private member's bill to push building owners to have elevators fixed in a timely fashion, especially when there are seniors involved. We also talked about the pros and cons of the federal Liberals' budget, which was unveiled on Wednesday. Did you like what you heard, or are you concerned about a much larger deficit than what Prime Minister Justin Trudeau promised in the 2015 election campaign? Ontario's distracted driving epidemic was also a hot topic after the OPP revealed that 2,400 charges had been laid during March break. These or any topics that interest you are welcome. 416-360-0740, 740 Let's start out with Sam and Brantford. Sam, you're on Zoomer Radio. Go ahead. Yes, good afternoon, Jane. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you today? Pretty good. good. Uh, what I'd like to talk about is uh, when the police are uh, searching for uh, a person, regardless of what the uh, reason is, uh, you know, whether it's important or not, they should use the same system as they have for the Amber Alert when they're looking for a child that's been abducted. And I would suggest that they call this the Fugitive Alert because a gentleman was 2,000 kilometers away, and I think if they would have had that system in place, with the overhead signs on the highways, I'm sure that this person could have been apprehended a lot sooner. Well, that sounds like an excellent idea. Uh, That's what I would do. Yeah, well, thank you very much for that call. I think that that's a good idea, and uh, absolutely, you're right. These things tend to uh, spread via social media, as you say, electronic signs. Especially when you're dealing with vehicles and license plates, it's uh, it's fairly quick when you're trying to track somebody down. Let's go to Gladys in Hamilton. You're on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back. 
Hi, Gladys. Go ahead. Oh, yes, Jane. Uh, I want to talk about a scam because I am a member of CARP, and I also get your Zoomer magazine, and I have a Zoomer phone. And I got a notice that or, or I have an e-reader. Yes. And I ordered a book. And I was charged for it, and I only got three pages. So I started trying to find where I could phone them and get some answers. I finally got on the phone with this company, and they said, my phone, my tablet, my e-reader were all infected, and they would fix it for me. They had me on the phone for four to five hours, and... Then they charged, they wanted to charge me $149. I have refused to pay because I don't know if they're legitimate. Now everything's fixed, but I went and I Googled it, and they say some of these are scams. So I have not paid them, but for the last week, I've had about three phone messages, and when I see their name come up, I don't answer it. And now this morning, I opened my mail, and there's an email saying I owe them $149. I refuse to pay them. Well, and I think that might be worthy of a phone call to Toronto police as well, because they may be aware of the scam. And if they're not, it's good to put it on their radar. This is Hamilton. Uh, I'm sorry, Hamilton police. Hamilton went with police. But, you know, don't, don't, obviously don't call 911. Call the general line and see if you can speak to somebody on the fraud squad. Uh, yeah, well, what I'm afraid of is can they reinfect my stuff if I don't pay? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure about that, but certainly the police is a good place to start. Okay, Gladys? You have a number. Of Hamilton Wentworth Police, I can put you back on hold. I have tried to uh-huh. get the police for a scam a couple of years ago, okay. and I just kept getting sent from, oh, that's not my department, that's not my department. And I couldn't find the right number. Okay, Dave, can we put Gladys on hold? I'll let you do that, and then we'll move along here. Uh, I also want to talk to uh, an issue that we discussed last week. Uh, You may remember that Edna called in last Friday to tell us about her North York building, a Toronto community housing building, which had been undergoing renovations, which have since stopped because she's been told that money has run out. So Dave Woodard, our producer, placed a call to her counselor's office, Counselor Giorgio Mammoliti. Dave has been told that Mammoliti would be reaching out to Edna. Edna, if you're listening, you can call us with an update. We want to make sure that your counselor is at least paying attention to your concerns. 416-360-0740-1866-740-4740. So you see, if we can't solve the problem in the moment, we will take care of it between Free For All Fridays. Let's go to Tony in Fort Erie. Hi, you're on Zoomer Radio. Um, Hi, Jane. How are you? Good, thanks. Good. Okay, uh, I was watching um, C- uh, BBC out there in the UK. Um, for some reason, I get a lot of good stations out here because I'm so close to the US. Uh, they were talking about Canada. They said that uh, the 103 uh, passed. Uh, they said uh, that uh, very dark days are coming in for Canada. And they said that we should write down the names of the voters who passed it for the near future of hostile years to come. That was pretty, I don't know, exciting when I heard that. This came through BBC News. It was a guy called, uh, he was right beside a person by the name of Nigel from Bretex, the guy that, uh, Bretex is it? Brexit? Yeah, that's Yeah, him. okay. Yeah. yeah, and then he was talking about the, in the UK, they already have 82 Sharia courts in the UK there that are, like, untouchable. And then all of a sudden he's going back to Canada, 
and it said that uh, there's uh, 63 ISIS fighters that are back from the Middle East into Canada since November 2016. And then I'm watching CP24 News yesterday. Uh, there's a Catholic uh, school in, uh, in uh, what was it, Brampton, and uh, it was called Cardinal Boziak. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like uh, a Catholic school, like uh, there were all Sikhs there lining up the day before, the night before, to put their kids into the new year. And uh, they were asked why, and uh, more or less one guy started to talk, and then he was cut off. But then what, what happened was I got on to the Kevin J. Johnston uh, media, and it's because uh, they're, uh, what they're doing is it's called an invasion of Islamic teaching into the uh, public schools without the parents knowing. So what they're doing is all these other religions are going to Catholic schools now because the public schools are, are preaching Islamic. And it happened to be in a school called, uh, if I can say it or not, uh, Bowdoin, Boy, what's it called? Uh, Boy, okay, well, if, if, any public school in okay. Milton. Well, I mean... It's all at this point. It's erroneous in, uh, information that's floating around. It sounds a little bit like a conspiracy theory, but regardless, uh, information is information, and do with it what you will. Um, the way I understand, and and clearly Tony's call is rooted in his concerns over Motion 103, which is a non-binding motion against anti. Islamophobia sentiment in this country, as well as sentiment uh, around um, racism, systemic racism, it condemns all forms of systemic racism and religious discrimination. But what's got everybody all upset is the word Islamophobia. What exactly does Islamophobia mean? And in what way are we allowed to comment about views on Islam? that would not be in contradiction to this non-binding motion. So this is this is the controversy around this, which has passed. It is now going to study. We'll see if it comes back in some sort of bill that could be tabled. It's a long way from any kind of official legislation. And the rule of law here in Canada is, is the set of rules that we have in this country. It's highly unlikely, highly, highly unlikely that Sharia law is going to become an issue in Canada. Joan in Toronto, go ahead. You're on Fight Back. Hello. I want to, just want to mention about that guy who just called. I think he's absolutely unhinged. It sounds like he's got hold of some kind of a, um, a conspiracy theory, and he believes everything that he's told. Absolutely ridiculous. The Nigel I think he's talking about is probably Nigel Farage. Exactly. Leading the charge for Brexit. Yes. And the, the guy's not even aware of that. He doesn't even know that it's called Brexit. And the cardinal he's referring to, or the, card, the school, is Cardinal Ambrosic, a former cardinal, cardinal in the Archdiocese of Toronto. But he doesn't even know the names. He's got little snatches of everything. And he takes this as gospel truth. Right. And that, and that's concerning because there's so much information, especially on social media, that's floating out there. And you want to you want to talk about Trump's reference to fake news. You will oh, find it on social media. Absolutely. It's everywhere. Uh, Joan. Know. Yes, thank you. And you're you're obviously um, fairly informed, very informed, much more so than our previous caller, at least at what he was uh, discussing. And also, uh, I've just been informed by our producers that Kevin Johnston's Twitter bio that Tony and Ford Erie was referencing uh, says author, patriot and producer. I am fighting to keep Canada Canadian. Join me in battling Islam, political correctness and the general stupidity of our modern world. So take that individual 
uh, for what he wants you to take him for. Let's go to Joan in Ajax. What would you like to say today on Free For All Friday? Hi, I just wanted to comment on, I heard on your news this morning about a health study showing that two-thirds of cancers are random, they're not lifestyle-related or anything. And it's not really new news because there's been other studies that have shown that, but what that study does not um, give reference to is that your general health has a huge impact on how your body responds to that cancer. And I think it does a, a disservice to people if they think, oh, well, there's just nothing I can do because, in fact, your own immune system can help fight cancer if it's healthy. So I know one of your broadcasters made the joke about, oh, no more spinach in my smoothies. But all of those things are what give you a healthy body that then if you do get the cancer, they help fight it off. And as they say, I just feel it's it's giving only half a picture when they say, oh, well, two-thirds of cancers are unavoidable if they don't follow that up with. But how your body responds to it is very much to do with lifestyle choices. Well, that's certainly what uh, the author of the report said as well, that you want to keep, uh, you want to do what you can uh, to keep your body healthy, keep living a healthy lifestyle. But in terms of what uh, the DNA in your body does, that, you know, that in, in a sense is your good luck or your bad luck. But you're absolutely right. And certainly the author in the story did say that, and we did highlight that on the news. I was part of that uh, roundtable discussion that you were commenting on. And yes, Yes, Neil was just joking around about that. Um, but, the, you know, the bottom line is to live as well as you can, and then the rest is in the cards. Are you in the medical field, Joan? Yes. Very good. Are you a scientist, or what is no, your relationship? I'm not a scientist, so I can't quote the, can't quote the studies, but I've, I've read a lot of them, and yes, I've been employed at a hospital for 30 years. So. Well, Joan, I think you've got the absolute right idea. I mean, I don't know about you, but cancer runs in my family. I try to stay as healthy as I can, as, eat as well as I can, stay active. It, it's all we can do, and go to the doctor and have our physicals uh, as, as, as often as the system allows. Yes. I mean, I know there's been a little bit of a tendency for some people to take it too far the other way, almost like a blame. Well, if you've got cancer, that's your fault. And obviously that's wrong as well. Right. But people do need to keep in mind that, yes, they may get cancer, but how well they do with it is going to depend hugely on their own health. Excellent comments. Thanks for your call. You're welcome. Bye-bye. You're listening to Zoomer Radio's Free For All Friday on Fight Back with Libby Snymer. I'm Jane for Libby. And by the way, Libby returns next week from her vacation, rested and refreshed for sure. Let's go to Stephen in Toronto. Hi, you're on Zoomer Radio. Hi, Jane. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. What would you like to add to our conversation? I'm just wondering, do you know off the top of your head how much when you contribute to a charity that's a tax deductible? I think it depends on how much you actually donate. Okay. So I think the more you donate, and don't quote me on this because you could certainly find it out on the Revenue Canada website, but the more you donate in a single year, the higher the percentage write-off. Okay. So here's what. We have a housing shortage right now. Mm -hmm. We should take the money from the feds, donate it to Habitat for Humanity, have them build our housing for us. Not a bad idea. (laughs) Habitat for Humanity does great work. So, Stephen, that's a a positive endorsement for them, for sure. Let's go to Yvonne in Toronto. Hi, Yvonne. Hi. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What would you like to add today? I would like to find out 
We live in Toronto Community Housing. We moved here, and we live here in Metropolitan Toronto. Now it's Toronto Community Housing. Mm -hmm. I would like to find out how come we are living here from since 83, because my husband is blind. And I am semi-blind. Okay. Now we are told we have to pay for the light bulbs when they blow to then ask someone to come and fix them and pay the person to fix them. I would like to know because I called 311 and they told me they put me on to a house and I said I know the people there because I used to work there. Okay. So I would like to know if it is the right way that they're going about it or if it is right. So you're saying that they're charging you for light bulbs like in the hallways? Yes, we we um have to pay utility bills now. Yes. Before we never pay utility bills. Okay. So a new company by the name of Ainsworth has taken over the building from Dowson. Okay, I so see where you're going. On Tuesday night, they said that you have to buy your own light bulbs. And I asked the super yesterday, when we buy the light bulbs, what happened? He said, well, you will have to call them, and they will come and fix them, but you will have to pay them for having them fixed. So you have, there there are additional charges, hydro bills, light bulbs, that kind of thing, that much, much earlier in your time there, you weren't paying for, and now now you're being told you have to pay for them. Yes. And it's Toronto. We were were living here from 83. And who is your city councillor? My counselor is um, Manaliti. It, oh, Giorgio Mamaliti. He's the mm-hmm. second week I in a row. 101 Western Road. Okay. We had somebody else call about um, from Giorgio Mamaliti's ward last week about concerns in Toronto community housing. Yeah. Okay. If, the, 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 point, the point is that I'm saying they are saying they're going by the lease. We had the lease from the time we came here. We never paid. Yes, I don't mind paying for the um, hydro. But if my husband is blind, and like the superintendent said yesterday, we are seniors. How come we now we have to pay for light bulbs? Okay, I Yvonne. Like I know that. Yvonne, I'm going to put you on hold. Our producer Dave Woodard will get your information for you. It looks like we're starting to get a list of residents who have concerns that Giorgio Mamaliti needs to address. He at least needs to return phone calls, or or his staff does. And we want to see if he followed up last week and if he'll follow up with Yvonne. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. When one considers the meaning of life, it is a struggle between alternative viewpoints of life itself. A free-for-all Friday. And without the ability to defend one's own viewpoint against other, perhaps more aggressive ideologies, then reasonableness and moderation could quite simply disappear. Name your topic and be as deep as you like, as long as there's a point in there somewhere. Sitting in for Libby Snymer, here is Jane Brown. You never know what we're going to talk about here on Free For All Friday. You get to decide, the Zoomer Radio listeners. Let's go to Earl in Oakville. You're up next, Earl. Go ahead. I'd like to condemn the attack in England, and I'd like to send my condolences out to the police officers that lost life in that attack. And my brother Raymond that lives in London, watch your back, man. That's all i got to say. Okay, Earl, thank you. Uh, Many people around the world 
uh, feel very badly. And here in Canada, it was not unlike what happened at our parliament buildings a year and a half ago. So uh, we certainly feel for the people of Britain and uh, for that police officer, absolutely, and his family. Let's go to Kathy in Delhi. Kathy, you're on Zoomer Radio. Hi. Uh, I was wondering, the, the, the elevators the other day, yes. if uh, anybody needed to get taken out by uh, emergency services, the landlord should get the bill. And then after a certain amount of time, if he didn't pay or if he had another occurrence before he had the elevator filled, then like, you could t- take some kind of like, legal action against those, like, the landlord, puts the bill, and, he, and then they follow up with him that way. Well, certainly uh, Trinity Spadina MPP Hong Dong is working on making a difference for people whose elevators continue to break down, especially in buildings where you have seniors who aren't necessarily mobile and able to go up and down the stairs. So uh, if you were to reach out to him, you can look him up online, send him an email with your support and your ideas. Uh, He is certainly very interested to hear what you have to say. Um, Can you give me I got to find a pen. Okay, I'll I'll let Dave uh, put you on hold and uh, he can get you that information. All right, we will move along on Free For All Friday, 416-360-0740-1866-744-740. Gary in Pelgrave. No, that's Belgrave. Belgrave. I was thinking, (laughs) I don't know where Pelgrave is. I was going to ask you. (laughs) Yeah, somebody was coming to us one time and went to Pelgrave by mistake. Oh, I see. An hour and a half, two hours out of the way. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, I would like to talk about this smart meter business. Uh, We heard a lot about it in the news, that they were bad news, and uh, they were causing problems and so forth. And uh, I just wanted to know where, where that all went to. It all kind of dissolved. You're right. We haven't heard a whole lot about it lately, and it is something we should do an update on, uh, an update segment on for sure. So we'll put that on our list and yeah. uh, keep listening. I'd like to I'd like to see uh, that happen because what happened was I had a problem with my hydro rates. Mm-hmm. And everybody around me was around 150 to 175, and all of a sudden mine were three and 400. And uh, they've continued to be that way. And I put, they've come along and said, oh, it's your meter. And I says, well, am I getting compensation? No, 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 no compensation. We can't compensate you for that. And they took my old meter away, gave me the smart meter, and we're still the same, three to $400 a month when all my neighbors are 150 or so. So I think what I'll do is take a, a copy of my bill to my MP and take a co- couple of copies of their bill to the MP, too. Yeah, your MPP, your provincial member of parliament. Yeah, that's um, right. Now, are, do you heat your home with electricity or natural gas? No, the, the thing is, we heat our home with gas, our dryer is on gas, our hot water heater is on gas, we cook on gas, Everything, everything's on gas, our dryer and everything's on gas. And we did this to put this bill down. But every time we put one of our appliances, like we did it one at a time, and we took the furnace first on gas, and then the hot water heater, and then the the dryer, and then the the gas stove in the kitchen, and every time we put it to, uh, put another um, appliance on, it never went down, Jane. So Not you're saying once. you pay between three and four hundred dollars a month? A month for for hide for electricity? Yep. And I've all I thought of going to my you know my lawyer and saying, look at. I think we've got a case here, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, nobody should have that. 
No, you absolutely have a case. That does not sound right at all. It doesn't, and uh, I'm so fed up with it. And I was so glad that our MP, Lisa Thompson, in our area here, went for and fought for us, you know, in in the, the provincial parliament for that, you know, but uh, just not right, you know. Well, a new Angus Reid poll was out today. I don't know if you heard the news earlier today, Gary, but three in four Ontarians say their hydro bills are unreasonable and are concerned that they will rise further. And that is tied to Premier Wynne's approval rating, which has sunk to 12 percent, which is an all-time low. Yeah, I heard that on 740 News this morning. That was something. But, you know, one thing we should look at here is that if this continues and it becomes private, we're in real trouble. Well, that's what a lot of people say. Um, Especially businesses. We wonder why businesses are going south. Businesses are going south because of the hydro rates and and so forth, you know? Well, certainly this is going to be a hot topic all the way up to next year's provincial election. Gary, do me a favor and call us back and let us know how things go. I sure will. Okay, thanks for your call. Okay, have a good day. 416-360-0740-1866-744-740. Let's go to Bob in Scarborough. Hi, Bob. Hi. I just uh, was at a meeting. I live in Scarborough. There was sort of a community meeting the other night, and the the uh, topic of discussion, which was a favorite, is the Scarborough Town uh, Subway. Yes. And uh, apparently from what I've uh, learned that uh, <clears throat> they've been discussing this, as everybody knows, for about five years, and it started at a billion, it's up to three billion. No one's ever talked about refurbishing the existing uh, uh system that runs up there now from Warden, like they could do that for a billion. It's already in place, the LRT. But it's uh, another vote today on it, and I think it's the ninth. But uh, what's I can't understand is what's Mayor Tory's obsession with putting this through? Apparently it's only one stop, what she wants. But what they don't know is that it's only every other train that runs to Scarborough Town Centre. They'll pick up five minutes by using the subway going down to Warden, but coming back is 20 minutes because it's only every other train. So I don't know what's the the purpose of this or or what it benefits anybody. I guess, uh, you know, his thinking is that all of a sudden you're going to have subway service for people who live in that part of Toronto who have been underserved. Uh, He feels that this should have been done ages ago. And as you know, this debate has been going on um, for for the yeah years, years and years. I mean, they had settled upon Transit City or whatever it was called under David Miller. And then Ford came in and it was all about the subways. And it seems that Mayor Tory is at least partially on side with uh, the Ford perspective, which is to build subways in Toronto. But we've gone from the three stops to the single stop. um, And with the big renovation, as you say, of Scarborough Town Centre, um, do you ride the Scarborough Rapid Transit, which I hear is literally falling apart? I have. It's very inconvenient because uh, if you're going to work in the morning, uh, the town centre, which is a privately owned uh, consortium there, they block the entrance into the parking with gates. They're locked. So they only have a small parking area on Macowan, and uh, it's very, it gets filled up very fast. So mm-hmm. There's very little parking there to uh, access it. So I don't know what they're going to do when they open a subway. But, you know, look at the money they wasted on Shepherd, and it was delayed, 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 and they couldn't open half the stations because... uh there was no writers. So. Yeah, and I, sorry, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say it's literally falling apart. It's not falling well, apart, but you know, but you know what I mean. And yeah. And well, yeah. Don't work, and you have to. You know, I mean, it's a mess. Yeah, my sister rides it. My uh, son rides it, and they say, yeah, it, it's very noisy. Like you can't really listen to anything on your no. e- on your earbuds because no. it's so noisy. That's right. Yeah. Well, maybe 
Tory should stay home from gallivanting all over the world, and uh, I don't. That's another topic. He goes over to do all these trade deals, but don't the trade deals have to be done through the federal government? And we never hear of any of them that make any money or ever established. Well, I mean, he can go there on behalf of the city of Toronto's film industry, which is what he's done. So he is trying to court business for people who work in film here in Toronto. So I think that the venture is noble, uh, and certainly nobody can accuse John Tory of not working hard. The guy oh, is no, up no, and at his office. He's working at the wrong end because yeah. you know how much does it cost to take an entourage over to India or? Oh. Well, China for thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, which we could put used to help that lady get her light bulbs changed. Yes, there is that. Okay, <laughs> Bob, thanks for calling okay, in. Okay, thank you. All right, we'll carry on here. Free for All Friday on Zoomer Radio. Jane for Libby and Pat in Georgetown. You're up next. Hi, Jane. How are you? I'm fine. How are you on this Friday? I'm great. Good. There's, you know, there's really no other way to be. <laughs> well, this is true. That's true. <laughs> now, but first of all, I want to sympathize with anybody who has a problem with elevators because I lived in Scarborough, and I was in it with my daughter when it fell. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing scarier when you're falling three floors at a time, and it's slamming down, and you can't open the door. Yikes. And, you know, like it took me, I think it took me 20 years before I'd get into an elevator. You're again. kidding. Were you injured? No, no, just, just uh, mentally, yeah. anxiety. Uh-huh. I, mean, I worked, I worked on the fifty-third floor of the TD Center at the oh. time. I couldn't, I couldn't get in the elevator. That's did you? So you did you walk up and down fifty-three floors every day? No, I left. Oh, you left. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, I'm glad you've gotten over your phobia because that is, uh, that's. Yeah, it was awful. I mean, yeah. even going up to the sixth floor to visit my mother was terrible. Right. Anyway, that's not what I'm calling about. Um, when I go out uh, grocery shopping, there are many grocery stores that say, "Do you want to contribute to this charity yes. or that charity yes. or our charity?" And what I'm wondering is, who's getting the tax break? Well, the store is. Well, right. I know. I don't like it either. Yeah. You know, like, like we don't get it for, for that. And the last one I was in, it was for their charity. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. You know, you got how many stores across Canada? And what kind of charity break are you getting? Well, exactly. At $2 or $5 or even a dollar from every customer, as you say, in stores right across the country, that adds up to a very nice charitable donation, which makes that company look very good on the backs of its consumers. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I generally do give the 2 bucks because... I just figure, well, it's $2, and usually it's a children's charity anyway. But um, there was one time that I said, well, I I make a substantial donation to the Hospital for Sick Children every year. So I'm making my donation. And the person behind me sort of looked at me like, what's wrong with you? You can't afford two bucks. But I just said, you know, I'm doing this already on my own behalf. I agree with you. Right? And if the grocery stores, they want to do it on their behalf and they want to take it out of their profit, that's a different matter. But... Yeah, no, no I, I hear what you're, you're saying. Giving, yeah, I mean, they're charging an arm and leg for groceries, they're, and you're giving them a major tax write-off. Yeah. And, I, you know, is this legal? Oh, it's completely legal. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I know because I have asked, and, pe- you know, and you're right, people look at me like I'm funny. Well, you know, it's only two bucks. What's the matter with you? Exactly. Well, uh, I'm sorry, but that's two bucks, and how much of it is going into the charity? Because somebody has to administer this charity. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, actually, how much money is going into it? Right. And uh, there's nothing to say that you know, no, no, uh, no sign around to say that you know the store is is uh, you know getting this tax write off, and nobody really knows because you're right; it's only two dollars. Mm-hmm. You know. Thank you, Pat. I'm oh. glad you brought uh, that to our attention. Okay. Okay. Have a good day. You-
Let's go to Clay in Ajax. Clay, you're on Zoomer Radio's Free For All Friday. Hi, Jane. How are you? Good, thanks. I want you to delve back into your memory bank about a month ago when that guy cut down the 23s in Toronto and he was libeled up to $3 million in fines. Yes. And then I want you to zoom forward to a couple of weeks ago when they had to close a couple of the school swimming pools. Yes. For lack of $267,000. Right. Like, why couldn't they have... Uh, you know, that $3 million they were supposed to or could have got, why didn't they get that and then put it towards the pools? No, I, I know what you're saying. It, it, it doesn't make sense at all, does it? And the same as the $33 million that the snowplow contractors owe them from last year. I mean, they gave them the same contracts again this year and never collected the money. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what, what's the matter with Tory? No, he's going to do this, he's going to do that. He doesn't seem to be doing anything. Well, there was an editorial written in one of the papers the other day about how he's trying to please everybody. He's such a nice person. He's such an intelligent person. But I think, you know, you you are making an argument by saying you're trying to make friends with everybody. Uh, I I, I read that article in the start. That's the one you're talking about. And what they're saying, saying, he's saying one thing that the public seems to want to hear, but then behind closed doors he's changing his decisions. Well, I don't know about about that, but I, I think he's just an amiable person. Uh, I know him personally, and he is a very nice individual and extremely intelligent, uh, intelligent, and really is doing this out of his own civic duty. He doesn't have to do this for money, and and he's working eighteen-hour days to try to make the city of Toronto better. Uh, you know, and I'm not trying to be partisan on any level here at all. But th- this man is a hard worker. Anyway, Lib, would you do me a favor, Jane? Would you just see what they did end up doing with that uh, fine for the 20 trees? Yes. In fact, we were talking to Jay Robinson about that. So Dave will put that on our list and we will update you about that because that is a story that we were concerned about as well. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer, a free for all Friday. Step up, say your piece, and we promise not to interrupt. Just be lively about it. We have a lot of listeners hanging on your every word. Sitting in for Libby Snymer, here is Jane Brown. You have been lively today. Keep the calls coming, 416-360-0740, 1-866-744-740. Let's go to Connie in Niagara Falls. How's the falls today? Ah, <laughs> uh, the falls is pretty nice here, my dear. How are you doing? Very well. What's your comment That's today? That's awesome. My comment is, you know what? Yes, we are living in a, in, in a very cruel, evil world, okay? Um... I have been ridiculed and bullied and taunted for the for the past two years by uh, uh, I don't. It's not a religion. It's a Jehovah Witness. They're uh, they're a cult. Um, I have been and 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 I'm at the point now that that there's going to be my daughter, my brother, some family members. That I'm not alone in this. That we're going to go to the mayor, or we're gonna we're gonna personally go to the so-called Kingdom Hall, and we're going to talk to somebody there because you know what? This has gone too far. These people are, are they're evil, they're nosy, they eavesdrop in my business. Okay, but Connie, what's, what's happening? Because typically they would come to your door. Yes. No. You know what? They're, unfortunately, they're my neighbors, okay? Okay. They're my neighbors. That's how close they are to me, okay? I've been here where I live for three years, okay? And um, I'm not going to... 
that what they're trying to do is they're trying to uh, put me out because they're nuts. They fabricate. They tell lies. They talk about me. Okay, I I've been here a year before they moved in here. Okay, they're nosy. They eavesdrop on my business. Whenever I have company over, they have their face and their ugly face. Okay, well, Connie, we, we get the picture. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to cut you off uh, because this is clearly a fight between neighbors that's uh, pretty uh, microscopic for the rest of the Zoomer radio audience. I hope you can work that out. And it doesn't sound like it has to do much with religion. It sounds like it has more to do with uh, dis- disputes between people, between neighbors. Let's go to Mary in Richmond Hill. Mary, you're up next. Oh, good afternoon, Jane. Hi. I'm calling with respect to a senior person who booked a tour. And one of the companies involved is somebody that advertises on the weekend on your radio. And he's going on the first part of the tour to Europe with the Legion for Vimy Ridge. And the second part was by himself. And he told them, you know, basically where he wanted to go and what he wanted. They came back and he does, they just give him a price and here's what we've done, but it was all five star and premium. Now he's a senior. And he had somebody look at it for him, luckily. And they said to him like, hey, this is a little steep for what you're getting because you're paying for part of this yourself when you get to rural parts of London. And he called them back and he said, you know, it's a little steep. Can I, can you do a little better? Automatically, they cut $2,000 off. Like, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And then when he kept asking them for different things and he said, could you give me a breakdown? Oh, no, we can't. And he had a person who called England and got all the breakdowns for him, but they could never give him a breakdown. They sent him the wrong papers. He'd gone on another trip. They, um, with another friend, and they both had their own emails. They sent his stuff to her email. They mailed his stuff to her. When he called them back and he said, please, that's not my address, that's not my email, it continued. Now they, they give you an identification card. They've got the wrong address, like the whole, a, a totally different community than Richmond Hill on it. He's called them back, and also the ticket for Vimy Ridge to get in yet. He said, I don't have my ticket for that day, and if I don't get it, I'm registered. I can't go to the ceremony, and I'm paying, like, big dollars to go to Europe. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, this, there should be some place, whether community-wise, where people can advocate for seniors who are traveling. Well, certainly we do that here, uh, our advocacy group, CARP. One of the companies advertises what they advertise about traveling solo for seniors, and they get them the best rate, and they book them into the... No, I understand. I understand. Um, You know, and and you do have a very specific complaint, and certainly I I don't want to dismiss it, but I also want to tell you that we have very reputable companies advertising here on Zoomer Media on all of our properties, including Zoomer Radio. But I do I do take your complaint seriously, and I suggest that if you're not able to follow up with the company properly, that you should go to the Better Business Bureau. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mary, thanks for calling. Okay, I got to go. We're on to Brian in Etobicoke. Hi, Brian, you're on Zoomer Radio. Afternoon. Uh, you know, I noticed that once again, due to the RMP's obsession with the modern-day scourge of political correctness, they've passed Bill M-103. Now, I know it's not binding. It's going to be a study. 
But the problem with this now is it emboldens, it enables, it empowers a lot of people to come out and ask for more and they want to push for more and this and maybe Sharia law and everything like that. And it's supposed to be a study. Well, no, it's a study into the irrational fear of Islam. What's irrational about a fear of a religion that most of the people practice a religion of peace, but the radicals, they have fatwas, jihads, you know, death to the infidels, certainly death to Jewish people, death to the apostate or anyone that leaves Islam for another religion. And who's going to sit on this committee that's going to, you know, that, that talks about this? And these are people that, you know, the Islamists, they're responsible for most of the uh, terrorism and death that's going on in the world and even the death of most Muslims. Well, most Brian, as we all know, extremism, regardless of which religion, is problematic and can lead to terrorist-like thinking. I take your point, and I'm, I'm glad you said that most Muslims live peacefully and just want to live like everybody else, and that it's extremism and that terrorist way, brainwashed way of thinking that leads to uh, acts of terror like what we we're certainly getting an indication that that's what's happened in London, that you have a British national who adheres to uh, ISIS and and their and their stance and their take on the world, which they they try to pass off as being part of the Muslim faith. So uh, I don't I really don't think we have a whole lot to worry about in Canada. Um, our laws have been entrenched now for 150 years. Uh, we very much abide by our laws. Sharia law is not going to take over in Canada. It, we simply uh, and 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 please don't get me wrong here because. I would also like to have a definition of what Islamophobia means myself, and I think that condemning all forms of systemic racism and religious discrimination, I think a symbolic move toward that effort is important. Uh, it seems that it's the wording that has everybody all upset. It's 12.52 now, so that means we only have a few more minutes left. We've got a couple of lines open if you want to get your comments or questions in about whatever's on your mind today on Free For All Friday. 416-360-0740-1866-740-4740. Don't be shy. Bill in Toronto, go ahead. You're next on Zoomer Radio. Well, don't be too confident and comfortable in Canada with Justin Trudeau in power. Anything can happen. But that being said, I agree with the last caller, and uh, it's division, uh, it's politics of division at every level in our government. You know, as all I hear is about the poor Islamophobia, Black Lives Matter, LGBT squared, what, all this stuff, right? Now, yeah, but wh- why are you making fun of their causes? Why are you mocking them? No, here's, here's, here's my issue, okay? Okay. I'm looking at Canada. Was there ever a better time for mankind than right now in 2017? You know, with all the technology, with all everything we've got, is there a better country that's ever existed in the world than Canada? Is there a more freer country, a more democratic country? Is there a country that has a better education system? Is there a country that has better health care? Is there a country that has, there's there's no racism in this country. You know, people may internalize it a bit, but is there a better time for anybody to ever exist? This is the best place, the best time to ever have lived, and everybody's got a problem with it. Everybody's got a problem with what? The country? Yeah, 
Well, I, I... Every time I open the newspaper, uh-huh. you've got the Muslims complaining, you've got this one, Black Lives Matter shutting things down, students are protesting, people can't have free speech. My God, is it ever going to get any better than it is now? This is this is utopia. Everybody's got a problem. Well, Bill, you're absolutely right. It is utopia. When you look at what's happening around the world, uh, the 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 state of some of the nations in the Middle East, what the the famine that's going on uh, in Somalia. It's no, you're absolutely right. We live it. We live in the greatest country in the world. And you're right. We could complain a whole lot less. You're absolutely right. Talk about the one percent. It's us right here, right now. You think of everybody that's lived on this earth since the beginning of time, nobody's had it better than we do, and no, there's never been any bigger whiners than us. Well, uh, you're, you're entitled to your opinion, and we thank you for calling in. This is Zoomer Radio's Free For All Friday. Jane for Libby, 416-360-0740, 1-866-740-4740. Let's go to Arlene in Barrie. Hi, Arlene. Yes, Hi. I just turned on the radio a few minutes ago, and I heard your the last couple of uh, callers, or not the last one, but the one before and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, of course, like I agree with them. And the thing is, the problem is that people don't realize that what is dangerous, we're not, we're not, people are not against Muslims, I'm not. It happens to be the Koran. And if you follow the Koran, people who are Muslims are warning Canadians, and we're not listening to them. People who know the Koran, people who are... Normal thinking, like Canadian thinking, non-violent, non... The Quran specifically gives you, tells you, the Bible does not change, neither does the Quran. The Quran tells you, infidels should be, there's two ways to do with them. You torture, you put, you kill them by torture or by slitting the throat. That's why they're they're normal things that they do. They're following the Quran. And if you follow the Quran, you have to do those things. That means infidels... And Jewish are top on the list. Infidels are right after. And that's why they have an expression that says, first Saturday, then Sunday. Saturday means you do away. That's why it's so religion against religion, Bible against uh, Islam. You do first Saturday, you do a, a, a do. Sorry, because it's so uh, frustrating because people just head in the sand. Don't understand. Well, not being an expert in the Quran uh, or no, the Muslim but, faith, I can't, I, can't, I can't corroborate or dispute what you're saying, Arlene, but I thank you for calling in. Jonathan and Brampton, go ahead. You're on Zoomer Radio. Yes, Jonathan. I, I'm, I'm, Jane, good morning. Um, listen, I have to make a response to Bill, and there's a lot of people like Bill out there. Now, Canada is a fantastic country. I would say so. Okay? But when you start taking these different groups and their problems and what they're trying to demonstrate there is a lot of people that don't that don't understand what each group problem is and jonathan is one of them mm-hmm. you see and that they're they're basically venting in different aspects of life but jonathan he may be a caucasian he may be one of those that have privilege to do what he wants and doesn't experience what these people are going through are you are you okay. referencing yourself? Your name is Jonathan. I'm, yeah, I'm referencing. Uh, oh. no, I'm not white. Okay. But the point is this: what I'm saying, he might be a white person. I don't know who he is. Okay. To feel that okay, you know, there is no problem in Canada. There's so you're saying Canada. because he's never felt discrimination, That's right? Right. That's right. Okay. 
I mean, it's still the greatest country in the world. There's no doubt about that. But it doesn't mean that people can't have felt uh, discrimination. They can't have felt racism, uh, sexism. Uh, Regardless of how wonderful Canada is, that sentiment is still out there. And and people have a right to protest against it and voice against it. You're absolutely right. And Jane, there's, there's one more point I'd like to make to each and every culture, ethnicity out there. Canada has a level playing field of opportunities. Please go in and, you know, get a part of it, you know, experience it. Don't be afraid and hold back and then say, well, we're not represented here, we're not. Go in. It's, 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 it's equal. All right, Don't Jonathan. Thank you for your call. We'll let that be the last you. word. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.